Hey guys, Sean P from Silicon Theory here, and this is the Moto X. You're probably asking yourself, why am I holding a phone that was released all the way back in 2013? The answer is this. This was the first phone the Motorola released after being taken over by Google. At a time when OEMs were switching to 1080p screens and quad-core processors, Google was telling us, you just need a phone that works better, in a form factor that fits your hand, something that makes sense, and they released this. It was a great phone. All these years later, though, Motorola's been bought by Lenovo, and this is the Moto X4. Sean and I have been using it for the last few weeks. This is our review. Alright guys, let's talk hardware. First, we have a 5.2-inch 1080p LCD screen. Some of you may be disappointed that it's not AMOLED or QHD, but I can tell you at this screen size, the screen is sharp, battery life is good. I like what they did here. The phone itself is powered by the Snapdragon 630, which is an octa-core A53 CPU. Plenty of horsepower for what we're dealing with here. I found it snappy in use. It has the Adreno 508 GPU. Again, plenty as far as horsepower is concerned for, you know, base gaming. I never was wanting for more power. As far as battery is concerned, we have a 3000 mAh battery, and paired with that Snapdragon 630, you'll get excellent battery life. RAM, there's two variants. There's a 4GB variant with 64GB of memory and a 3GB variant with 32GB of memory. We're dealing with the 3GB variant here. Both support SD card slots so you can expand if necessary. Cameras, we have two on the back. A 12 megapixel f2.0 aperture and we have a uh, 8 megapixel f2.2 aperture which is a wide angle. So as far as cameras, they're doing kind of the route that LG has done in the past where you have one primary shooter with a normal uh, angle, and then you have this wide angle for situations where that comes is called for. On the front, we have bezels that are a little bit bigger than some of our bezel-less designs this year. The fingerprint scanner is down here at the bottom, but what I can say is this. The fingerprint scanner is lightning fast, one of the faster I've actually used. I haven't run into any issues with it, and the bezels never were distracting. I felt like this design actually feels really good in hand, and I like what I had. So, there you go. All right, so let's talk about display since that's what you're going to be staring at as you use the phone. This is a 5.2-inch 1080p LCD screen. The previous Moto X had a 5.7-inch QHD LCD screen, so it may seem like a downgrade, but in practice I don't think it actually is. The smaller screen makes it easier to handle and increases battery life. The panel itself has good white balance, good viewing angles, text is sufficiently sharp. There's a lot of things to like here. Now, is it as nice and punchy? as a good AMOLED screen from a modern day flagship? The answer is probably not, not quite anyway. But in day-to-day -day use, will you run into any issues? No, this is a really nice panel, and as far as mid-range phones go, one of the better ones that I've used. All right guys, so let's talk performance. As discussed earlier, the Moto X4 is powered by the Snapdragon 630 system on chip, which is one we have some experience with and have seen before. So how is performance? I found it to be excellent. Again, as with some of the other phones we've discussed, it may not be quite as fast in all scenarios as the flagships that have been released this year, but overall, scrolling between home screens, multitasking, pulling up apps, going back home, I never was wanting as far as performance was concerned. It's funny, Droid Life specifically, when they put their review up, said they ran into some performance hiccups where they would get jolting or stuttering, something like that. I never really encountered that with this. Everything was pretty snappy. Sometimes when I would open the camera, it would seem to take a spare extra second or so, but nothing egregious. I think this is mostly a result of the fact that Motorola uses essentially stock Android with tweaks, so there's not a whole lot of overhead here. 
When I was using this for the entire week I used it, I was never wanting for more performance. It was always fast enough. I think that you won't be disappointed with the performance of this phone. I know I wasn't. Alright, so let's talk battery life because that may be the most important thing to a lot of you. The last Moto X, the 2015 edition, had a 3000 mAh battery and had a reputation for being pretty poor on battery life. Luckily I'm here to tell you things have improved considerably with the X4. It also has a 3000 mAh battery, but by virtue of its more efficient processor and the smaller screen, battery life's excellent. As we've discussed in the past, my battery usage is semi-atypical. During a given day, I typically use GPS for an hour or so, stream music or podcasts for about five hours. I typically have between an hour and an hour and a half of screen on time, and then I speak on the phone for about an hour. So given all of that, this phone was great. By the end of the day, with that usage, I was seeing battery life remaining of between 50 and 60%. I never had any battery anxiety because I never got close to draining the tank on this. Alright guys, so let's talk cameras. The Moto X4 has two of them. A 12 megapixel primary shooter with an f2.0 aperture and an 8 megapixel wide angle shooter with an f2.2 aperture. How are the cameras? Well, in good light the answer is pretty damn good. When I was taking pictures side by side with my Note 8, the quality was similar. Uh, images were crisp, exposure was good, it was a little slower to take photos but not much. You could feel confident taking photos of this in the daylight. Now, let's talk about lower light situations. Historically, this has kind of been the differentiator between the highest-end phones and the more mid-range phones, and unfortunately, the Moto X4 is no exception here. Pictures side-by-side -side with the Note 8 are noticeably grainier and noisier at night or in any low-light situation. They're not unusable by any means, but they're certainly not up to par and are not equal. Now, again, compared to flagships of, say, two years ago, they're probably pretty equivalent, so it's not bad, it's just not up to snuff with the newest, best flagships. If you take a lot of low-light photos, that could be a big deal to you. If not, you can have confidence in the photos this picture takes while you're out and about. It's a good camera. And now, here's Sean Spring with some sample photos and his thoughts on them. As Sean P. mentioned, these sample photos are fine as are any taken in good to average lighting conditions. Details are sharp, and colors are accurate, if not overly vibrant. The wide-angle lens can add some fun and creativity to your shots, but there is still a bit of a fisheye effect at the extreme outer edges, but this isn't a deal-breaker, though. The autofocus can be a bit spotty in certain situations, though, and low-light shots are mostly hit or miss but you do have some fun built-in selfie filters at least. All right, so you've been listening, you've been watching, you've heard us say a lot of nice things about the Moto X4. Let's get down to the brass tacks, the value. Should you buy this phone? Well, if you're looking for a phone in the $400 range that's unlocked, yes, you should look at this phone. It would be my choice in that segment. There's something about this phone in intangible quality where it's just better than the sum of its parts. It punches above its weight. From the time that I first opened it and held it, there's just something about it that I like. Now, I want to thank Motorola here. They've been kind enough to, to lend us a few phones this year for review. And the phone earlier this year that they lent us was a Moto Z2 Play, which I liked, but I didn't like it as much as this phone. There's just something about it from a personality standpoint that, I don't know, it's an intangible thing, but it's great. Trust me on this. Even better news, it's Black Friday as we shoot this, and they've dropped the price down to $339. At that price, it's hard to think of a better deal. You're getting great specs, 
water resistance, dual cameras, great battery life, solid performance. It's a great phone. I don't know. I would highly recommend it. I just can't really think of anything else in the price range that I would buy. At $339, this is a bona fide steal. Even at $399 after the sales end, you should probably still give it a nice long look if you're looking for an unlocked mid-range phone. All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this review. On behalf of Sean and Sean, we appreciate you watching. As always, if you like what you see, please hit the subscribe button in the upper left-hand corner. And if you really like what you see, give us a thumbs up. We'll talk tech soon. Thank you very much.